0: Hi, I'm Tara Jefferson. And hey, I'm Dashika Street. And this is the Make Life Rich Podcast, where we help you master self-care
1: to enrich your life and business. We're two entrepreneurs who learn the hard way that self-care should be the first order of business.
0: And we're here to help you thrive whether you are new to entrepreneurship
1: or been at it for a while. We learn the hard way, so you don't have to. Let's jump right in.
0: So we are here in the studio for our very first episode.
1: First episode. Of
0: Make Life Rich Podcast. Uh, I'm Tara Jefferson. I'm Tashika Street. And we're here because we really just wanted to pull together like all of our experience <laughs> as business owners, as wives, as mothers, as people who just, we have a lot going on. A lot. A lot going on. And it's really difficult when you are trying to fit a business into everything else that you have going on and making sure that you don't kinda lose yourself in all of that and really just have your day-to-day life just be about the business and about the bills and profit and all of that. Um, so I think that's why I know I wanted to tap you, Jashika, <laughs> for this, because you and I have been on this journey together since like I met you what, three, yeah, like three years ago. Three years ago. Has it been three? Yeah. No, it has been three years. It's been three it years. It has been three years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So having you, you know, here or working alongside me, rather, for like three years and teaching, you know, we're both learning at the same time, like how to do this better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's definitely why we had to come in here, had to do this podcast, because we have learned so much over the
1: past few years. So much. And just kind of like you said, having an already busy life and family obligations and things like that. And then inserting a business into what is already a very packed mix. I mean, you got sporting events that you have to attend. You Mm -hmm. got, you know, to drop off cupcakes every once in a while to the school and things like that. And then having a business on top of that in the late nights and the early mornings that oftentimes come with that you find yourself, at least I found myself getting further and further, you know, down on the totem pole of things that needed to be taken care of, Mm -hmm. you know, or or the priority of those things. Mm -hmm. And so right around the time when I met you, it was kind of this surge in me where I wanted to do something different, like find myself again, insert myself back into my life and have the opportunity to just kind of embrace me while, you know, doing all these other things in life. And so when we met, we were kind of on that same wa- same wavelength. And it's just amazing how much we've grown since that point.
0: Yeah. And I really, um I really credit you for helping because you came into my business as like a contractor. Like I had, you know, had hired you to help me with social media and you did that and much more. And that was when I was like, oh, like this is what help looks like. This is what it looks like to have somebody else like care about you and care you know your business and that was really instrumental for me because i have a business that's all about self-care it's you know all about you know helping women find their voice and take care of themselves and do the things that they need to do to feel happy and whole Um, and so as somebody who has a business that's based around self-care like i feel like i pay attention to it more so than other business owners. Mm -hmm. And I really think about it like on a daily basis, because that is the the whole backbone of my business. You know, I'm doing retreats, I'm doing events, I'm doing um, things like this podcast. And so I'm (laughs) always thinking about self-care. And I think other entrepreneurs like the ones that you work with and see all the time, like maybe they don't.
1: Right. Like on my side of things, I am in marketing. And so Mm -hmm. that's my background. So whereas you're doing self-care and helping people make that just an important factor in their day-to-day lives, I'm taking care of businesses. And so... I'm always, you know, concerned about somebody else's business or helping them reach a goal or a milestone and things like that. And don't always have the time to take a pause and take care of myself mm-hmm. because I'm doing for so many people, which I enjoy, yeah. but I've learned, you know, over the years and it took some time <laughs> before I learned this, but I learned that self care has to be the first order of business. Like I have to take care of myself in order to be able to effectively serve the clients that I'm serving, to be able to serve my family, my community, you know, all of those things are important to me. So if I want to continue to operate with excellence in each of those realms, then I definitely have to take a moment to really understand what I need to be whole, to be, you know, for my cup to be full and then to pour out from that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the biggest message like behind this whole podcast is that I can even look, Add. And I've, like I said, I've had I have a self-care business. I have it where that is the thing that I think about when I first wake up. It's the last thing I think about before I go to sleep. And I still struggle with, you know, implementing self-care into my business and into you know what it is um, that I'm going to do. But I can even say like this year. I have really practiced what I preach and this is the most successful year that I've had. The year where I was, you know, saying no to people, the year where I was going to bed early, (laughs) the year where I was like, I'm not working on the weekends. Um, That is the year that I had the most success by really practicing what I preach and making, like you said, self-care that first order of business.
1: Absolutely, so one of the things that was, I don't know if you identify with this, um, but when I started my business and working with a lot of business owners, I find that, you know, we wear the grind like a badge of honor. Oh, you yes. know, I'm grinding yes. late nights, early mornings. I'm doing i Z. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, out here making contacts, networking, doing things. And in the beginning stages of my business, like I thought that was the way to be. If I wasn't active in the community, going to networking events, you know, staying up late and, and, and being proud of that when I'm having conversations with people, then I'm not doing the absolute most that I can in my business. And I'm not, you know, taking it to the next level because I'm not, you know, applying time like that. But Over the past couple of years, I've really come to notice that I started my business so that I could one day have a life of ease so Mm -hmm. that I could be making money in my sleep someday. Mm -hmm. And like, how can I accomplish that? if my mindset, if what I'm pouring into the business is that I have to be working Mm. like a dog, that I have to be sweating, neglecting myself, not eating right, Mm -hmm. not exercising, you know, well, I'll go to the gym when I have time, (laughs) but right now I got to work on this project when half the time I wasn't making the money anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it's just like, man. So I just had this kind of awakening Mm -hmm. that really put things into perspective and said, well, why did you even start this? You know, what, what were the lifestyle, what was the lifestyle that you wanted to have yeah. when you decided to start this business outside of serving these other businesses, because you do that because that's what you love and you're, you know, skilled in that area. But what's the return, like the personal return for me. And I had to have a long and hard conversation with myself, much of which came through, you know, stuff that you were, you know, sharing with me and feeling like the self care box was definitely helpful for that. Um, And moving a little bit further, this year, again, for me, was like a monumental year too, as far as self-care went. I attended your Here We Grow self-care retreat in New Orleans this year, and I've worked this retreat for years, and I'm definitely happy to have that opportunity. Most um, prior years, I was there as kind of Mm -hmm. an observer. I was there in full service mode. I was there to help and, you know, help make sure that everything went, you know, appropriately. Mm -hmm. But this year I was in the observer seat and the participant the participant seat and something shifted. Yeah. I came back refreshed, encouraged, ready with a whole new mindset on how I needed to approach and attack life and business. And this this podcast is, you know, exempl- exemplifies some of the things that we definitely have been discussing and stuff you've been pouring into me.
0: Yeah. Well, let me tell you. So, I'm happy you brought up the retreat because That is my like big baby. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I do that retreat every year and I created it because I really wanted women to get in the habit of taking that time and being very super intentional Mm -hmm. about, you know, this is the time that I will be gone. This, you know, please ask your father for for (laughs) things or, you know, grandma got you or whatever. I was really, I wanted women to be intentional about taking that time. And the only thing I wish I could do that retreat like once a month, like I, that would be amazing, right? But I think in some ways like this podcast can also serve as like that, you know, mini retreat where, you know, we as entrepreneurs can come together have a conversation and kind of walk away feeling, you know, refreshed and feeling like I'm not alone and feeling like, okay, they were right where I am now. Mm-hmm. And they made some adjustments. Their businesses haven't suffered. Not only have they not suffered, but they're actually thriving and they're actually getting closer to their goals because they took a step back, which I think, you know, it sounds counterintuitive to be mm-hmm. like, oh, to get further, you got to you know, be easy. Like that doesn't Sound like that works, but I definitely think that this can serve as like that little reminder for entrepreneurs that we all in this together. Like that's
1: what it all comes down to. Absolutely. I liken it to like a car. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're driving down the highway, you could be going on a trip and you're driving down the highway and you notice that you're running out of gas. Mm-hmm. You don't just keep going saying, like, <laughs> we got to get to the beach <laughs> because eventually you're going to run out of gas and it's going to shut down the whole operation. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be a very uncomfortable situation for everybody involved. However, If you make a little pit stop every once in a while and refill, then you can get back on the highway and get to your destination and have that experience that you're really looking for, which is what we're ultimately trying to do in business. You know, we have goals. We want to reach that beach. You know, we want to reach whatever that beach is in our own lives to be able to, you know, have those experiences with the people we love, to Mm -hmm. share those experiences with our friends and family and so forth. But in order to do that, we got to make that pit stop every once in a while and do a little self-check to make sure we're okay. Um, and that kind of reminds me. So when we were talking about this podcast, mm-hmm. I've been reading this book. Mm-hmm. I told you about um, Big Idea Food did, by yeah. Marlena Banks. It's an amazing book. I would encourage everybody to read it. But um There's a statement. I have so many, um, bookmarks (laughs) in this book. It's ridiculous, (laughs) but there's a statement that she made that I found to be so fitting for Mm -hmm. this podcast. This, uh, week's devotional, it's week 29. It's entitled, my life is rich. And she says, my business will never be a source of sorrow for me or my family, only a source of wealth, happiness, and fulfillment. I will not lose my marriage to my business. I will, not, I will not lose my motherhood or fatherhood to my business. I will not be a slave to my business. I will not lose my mental stability to my business. I will not lose my joy or my peace to my business. I will not miss out on the joys of life because of my business. Let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many times that I, you know, Did miss out on the joys of life, did Mm kind of put my family on the back burner, did put friends and things like that on the back burner, things that meant so much. And most importantly, myself on the back burner, because I felt like I got to get this project out. I got to call this client. I found myself up sometimes at like 10 o'clock at night answering calls and Mm -hmm. text messages. And it just had to stop. What about what about for you? Like, what does that statement mean to you?
0: Well, let me tell you, I had a health scare about three or four years ago when I was working probably 90 hours a week on my business. Um, I had way too many clients. I was stressing myself out. I used to be, I still have a editing business that I haven't properly <laughs> shut down, but I used to edit books um, on very, very tight deadlines. I'm talking mm-hmm. like 300 page books, got to edit it in four days. And so I would work 16 hour days just editing and that not include, you know, taking care of my kids or stopping to make dinner. Like it doesn't include all of that. So I was just really, really stressed. And I had, you know, and my hair was falling out. I would get these weird rashes. I had like heart palpitation. Like the stress was really taking It's toll on me. And I was trying to push through, like you said, with the car. I was trying to push through to get to that beach. And I realized, you know, I wasn't going to make it to the beach. And so I really had to take a step back. I let some of the clients go. I said, you know, it is not worth it to have this much money if I can't also have my sanity, if I can't also have time with my kids, if I can't also have the time to pour back into me. It's not worth it. And that's what I really had to say to myself. And ever since then, I mean, it's been, you know, up and down in in the three years since. um, But the health issues are not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is is back to where it should be uh, for a woman my age. And yeah, I mean, I really had to really take stock of, is this worth it in the end?
1: Yeah. And that's really a good segue. I mean, as we close out this episode, just taking a moment to really ask yourself, is it worth it? Is what I'm doing worth it? Mm -hmm. How can I step back, reflect on the things that I need for me to be, to have my cup full and then redistribute that energy into the things I'm doing?
0: Exactly. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Make Life Rich podcast, recorded live at Really Goodie Studios in the old
1: number three firehouse. Follow us online and on Instagram for behind the scenes content. Until next time, make life rich.